That music is an invitation, an invitation to sit up and join me as we look into God's Word. This isn't your parents' Bible study or some pre-printed material from your denomination. Each episode, we tear into God's letter to humanity to see what would God have us know about Himself, about the world around us, and about ourselves. I am Brother Mitchell from the Discipleship Center, and you are listening to the TDC Podcast. How many of you like salt? We have it on our table. It's in our foods we buy at the store. It's at the restaurant. We even have salt supplement blocks for animals. I remember growing up, my grandpa was supposed to reduce the amount of sodium in his diet, and my grandma would tell me that she's monitoring his salt intake. And then I'd look over and he's dumping more salt on his salty McDonald's french fries, and I'd just smile. One of the things I loved about my grandpa wasn't that he used too much salt on his food, but because he looked around at his fellow man and he tried to make his little corner of the world better through kindness and by sharing what God had blessed him with to those who were less fortunate. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. I gotta be honest with you. I hardly ever think of salt. Salt is so easy to come by today that we don't give it a second thought. It's so prevalent we even throw it on our roads and driveways in the winter to melt the ice. Some of the earliest mentions of salt come from northern China, where they've been harvesting salt from Lake Yunchang, which is a salt lake with no outlet, around 6000 BC, not long after the creation of the world. Not long before the time of Jesus, the Roman word for salt, salary, and salad were very similar. To say somebody was worth their salt means that they earned their pay. The Roman world started using salt to make leafy greens and vegetables more palatable. Humans need salt because it's a primary electrolyte. Without it, our nervous system would not be able to efficiently send impulses from our brains to other parts of our body. But how are followers of Jesus to be like salt? Well, there are three main ways we should be like salt here on earth. Number one, as a preservative. In the world before refrigeration, salt was used to preserve or cure items. We think of things like ham, bacon, sausage, or jerky. For the ancient world, though, any meats, but primarily fish, was preserved by salt. We preserve the world by being a counterforce to a naturally depraved and evil world. We oppose justice and inequity. Number two, as a flavor enhancer. For any cook, they know that salt is a primary spice for food. Any stew, soup, or casserole is enhanced with a little bit of salt because it enhances or influences the flavor of the food it touches. Followers of Jesus are to influence the world for good. Wherever there's strife, we're to be peacemakers. Wherever there's sorrow, we are to be the ministers of Christ to bind up wounds caused externally or internally. Wherever there is hatred, we are to show the love of Christ by returning good for evil. Number three, as an antiseptic. 
Anyone who has ever gotten a cut on their finger or lips will know that when you come in contact with something salty, it stings or burns. That's because salt is also an antiseptic. As a follower of Jesus, we are to expose evil through the clear teachings of the truth in God's word. There may be times that I might preach something here that you don't like to hear what I have to say. And that's okay because that's the sting or the burn of God's word, like salt on a wound. How could salt lose its taste? Well, for many of us, when we think of salt, we think of this perfectly white granulated salt made up of sodium and chloride. It's a rock mineral. But for people in the past, salt was made by collecting salt from lakes where evaporation had made the salt crystals deposits available. Or they would take salty seawater and either by boiling off the water or by leaving the water to evaporate, they would have salt crystals. These mineral salts, not always containing sodium and chloride, could easily break down with moisture or could take on other flavors if it got damp again. The whole idea of Christians being salt is that there is a distinct difference between us and the rest of the world. Any choice that blurs the distinction between us and the world is a step in the wrong direction. Accepting the ways of the world for the sake of comfort or convenience is to be disobedient to the will of God. Some of the specific ways we see Christians losing their effectiveness is not having peace between each other, not taking up our cross daily to die to our own will, living with an anti-biblical worldview. If you want to live right, you must first think right. Having a God-centered biblical worldview would accept that God is the all-knowing, all-powerful creator who still rules the universe today, that Jesus Christ lived a sinless life while on earth, that Satan is a real living entity, that salvation is a free gift, not something we can earn. That every Christian has a personal responsibility to share the gospel. That the Bible is totally accurate in all that it teaches. It's sad to see that many people who think they're Christians have a problem with any of these viewpoints. That's why we're here. One of the primary functions of our homeless shelter and the Discipleship Center is to be salt and light for our community. In a world dominated by churches that are primarily concerned with their coffee corners, media centers, volume of their band, their youth groups, or other groups, we're devoted to just two things, the feeding of your soul and the care of your physical needs. These are the things we do to be salt in our world. If you want to know more about salvation, I encourage you to visit our website, click on that button about salvation, and you can read about how you can have peace with God, too. The Discipleship Center and its subsidiaries, TDC Aquaponics and TDC Farm, are a registered 501c3 charity serving in the not-so-beautiful city of Kankakee and its surroundings. Have you or a loved one been struggling with substance abuse, chronic unemployment, need some work experience after a recent incarceration, or just failed to move on to a more productive phase of life? There is hope just around the corner with the Discipleship Center where every life matters and we strive to fulfill the Great Commission one life at a time. Check us out on the web at www.discipleshipctr.org today.